When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. From the Aggie Sports Network, this is Ask the AD, featuring NM State Athletics Director Mario Mocha, sponsored by White Sands Federal Credit Union. Here's your host, Adam Young. New episode of the Ask the AD podcast. We are sponsored by White Sands Federal Credit Union. Adam Young, as always, with the Athletics Director Mario Mocha. White Sands Federal Credit Union, a member-owned financial cooperative, providing loans and deposit accounts for consumers, offices in Las Cruces, El Paso, and TRC. Information at WSFCU.org. Mario, before we get to fan questions, huge week for Aggie men's basketball. They're back home, and uh, they have two really good opponents in town this week. Yeah, last week was uh, you know a difficult travel week with going out to Lamar and then you know having that game. Uh, I say canceled. You know, it was a forfeit, and then you know <laughs> busing all the way down to Edinburgh, Texas, uh, which is like an eight-hour bus trip, and then playing Saturday night. Got a you know a four thirty, I think, or five thirty a.m. Um, you know, depart for the airport. So yeah, it was a heck of a travel week. But you know, sitting at thirteen and two, we feel you know like uh, things are certainly going in the right direction. 
but yeah, we've got two huge games this week. Tarleton State, obviously, uh, Billy Gillespie's got not only a nationally known coach, but you know was right here in the backyard at UTEP. So I'll be curious if we'll get some El Paso, you know, Billy Gillespie fans come out and watch him coach. But his team obviously won a couple of huge road games, and they're always tough. And uh, you know, so that's Thursday, right at seven o'clock. The nice thing, uh, and hopefully a lot of fans will come out. We're giving away a thousand. Uh, eggy hats to the first thousand mm-hmm. people that come in. That'll be huge. And then we're also going to recognize uh, one of our one of our two uh, Major League Baseball MLB umpires, and that'll be Doug Eddings, who happens to live in Las Cruces. So we're excited about that. And as always, we try to have a lot of stuff going on on the court, and that's what we got going on for this game. Yeah, that's Thursday at seven, then Saturday at four, Abilene Christian Town, and uh, it, it's another one of those four p.m. starts, which fans seem to enjoy yeah I think Chris you know uh, he wanted to and you know we we looked at you know many years of data you know on Saturday the 4 and 6 p.m. 7 p.m.s don't seem to matter too much you know at at the gate I think any earlier you'd be messing with it I know the business community likes it because a lot of Aggie fans hey let's go out to lunch and then let's go to the game right and then hey the game's over it's still, you know, 6.30, let's go get a bite to dinner or go mm-hmm. to a bar or what have you. So I think it's great for the business community. Um, you know, it's a it's a, a little bit of a unique TV slot. So, you know, we, we've got a, um, you know, we, from that standpoint, that's good for the program. But uh, Abilene Christian's coming in. You know, they're riding high. I know they had a couple of bumps in the road last week. Uh, but uh, it's the uh, mascot madness game. Everybody mm-hmm. loves to see, you know, mascots banging into each other in the inevitable 4-2 to two game that results. Uh, and then uh, we're going to honor our second Major League Baseball umpire, and that would be Tony Randazzo, who mm-hmm. is not just a 23-year-old Major League vet, but better known as the father of Ashley Randazzo, yes. our star marketing intern. I was going to say, he is not the most well-known Randazzo around these parts. That is very true. But it's great to kind of shine a spotlight on our, um, you know, our kind of more famous Las Cruces, and uh, it's good we can do that at the game and uh, have it on pretty good authority that the uh, lieutenant governor will be in the house Mm -hmm. as well. I hope he was okay with me saying that. But, uh, yeah, so we're excited. One more note on men's basketball. The retro jersey auction begins on Thursday. Bidding will start at noon on Thursday, January 13th. NMStateRetroJerseys.com. Uh, proceeds from that split between the AAC and the six-man club, correct, Mario? That is correct. And, uh, you know, I think we, we're so focused on football, getting them uh, kind of up and running with their uh, goal line club. We certainly can't forget about men's basketball. Uh, this has always been a popular jersey. This was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Adam, this was like a late 70s, early 80s jersey. I think uh, think of Slab Jones, you know, who was wearing that in photos and then uh, – as we were talking off the air, I believe it is the jersey that Johnny mm-hmm. McCants threw in that uh, miracle to beat Grand Canyon many years ago during the sellout game, which was one of the probably one of the better moments I've experienced as the AD here. Just how people are running on the floor and I'm getting them <laughs> off, and uh, that was awesome. But yeah, so somebody uh, that's kind of a timeless moment. Somebody yeah. can actually probably pick up that jersey specifically uh but it's great you know to get it framed over at hobby lobby and throw it up in your basement or your house and uh uh i think it'll be, well, i guess they don't really have basements here that's kind of my midwest days throw up in your 
whatever yes your man cave, your man cave. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that's going to go on and it helps uh, every student athlete with the Aggie Athletic Club and it specifically helps out men's basketball so we hope uh, you know people will bid generously I would have to think the number 35 will go for a lot of money that's Johnny McCant's number and it's hard to believe Mario that a couple of days ago January 10th was the three-year anniversary of McCant's making that half-court buzzer beater and I posted the clip on social media one of the best uh, things you mentioned, you going out there and, and telling people to get off the floor, <laughs> Sam Hummer, speaking of former interns, Sam Hummer, a former marketing uh, intern here at the university, he was going nuts, and he is in the middle of the video shot, and Amy Hummer, his mother, was commenting on the video saying, oh, my gosh, look at Sam. This is uh, quite the memory. Yeah, no, it was. That was amazing. All I remember from that is a lot of people know I stand in the tunnel. Um, you know, in that, what, that would be the southwest corner. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was perfectly in line with where Johnny threw it up. And I remember him uh, just being disgusted that we were going to lose with this great crowd. And he threw it up. And I just remember the thought, God, that is right on line. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. I said, man, that because, you know, sometimes you see a shot, and you know, hey, that's off. It was right on line. And when it splashed in there. It was like a shock, but I knew that the referees went right over the thing, and I saw our fans coming out, so I'm like, the game's not <laughs> over yet. And I was scared to death that, you know, they would issue a technical foul, yep. and they would tie it up or whatever. Mm. And uh, Anyway, good memories, good memories. And the next day, Lou Romano from CBS4 in El Paso came out to have Johnny reenact the shot, and he said to Johnny, he said, how many takes do you need? And Johnny said two. Right. So the first one he bricked, the second one he nailed it. Now we need to get that because I was at that shoot that uh-huh. when Lou Romano. Yeah. So I'm going to have to ask Lou to repost yeah. that since it was uh, close to the anniversary. But anyway, good times. Yes, and yes, that jersey I believe will be available for uh, for bidding on as well. Men's basketball at home Thursday at seven, Saturday at four at the Pan Am Center. We hope to see you there. Twenty six consecutive home conference wins. All right, time now for the. Ask the AD fan questions for the week. The first fan question, Mario, is there any chance that we start competing in Conference USA in fall 2022? Now, you know, somebody had asked me that earlier. That has not been discussed. It has not been asked of us. I know that some of the Conference USA members are reportedly going to um, uh, the Sun Belt early. So that's, you know, they were at 14. Right. If the three leave, as if, you know, has been reported, you know, the Conference USA would be an 11 member conference Mm -hmm. next year, which I think is more than enough. And it might cause a little bit of a problem with scheduling and things like that. But we're 13 right now in the Western Athletic Conference. So has not been brought up um, at all. So, yeah, we I mean, I we're pretty committed to the Western Athletic Conference for next year as well. Second fan question, is there any involvement from the athletics department in putting together the Aggie alumni team for the TBT, the basketball tournament? You know, none. Uh, Brandon Mason has kind of been the point person on that. And, uh, you know, I've fielded a few facilities questions from him, things like that. But, no, that's not something that uh, the athletic department, you know, has a role in. But, you know, I think just like all the fans were – Kind of interested in seeing, you know, who the team's going to be. 
Next question, a long one. Have you heard anything, Mario, about the NCAA loosening its college basketball redshirt restrictions, allowing players to participate in a set number of games without losing a year of eligibility similar to football? The legislation would be similar to regulations approved in college football, which allows players being redshirted to participate in as many as four games during the season without squandering a year of eligibility. Um. No, I have not heard anybody discuss that. It's ironic because uh, the uh, NCAA uh, convention, uh, the annual meeting, is taking place this week in, I'm sorry, next week in, um, uh, in Indianapolis. And I know uh, Nate Flores is going to be taking the point for us, our compliance um, director. But I have not heard that brought up. That's an interesting concept. And yes, it does exist in football. But, uh, no, haven't brought that up. But that would, boy, that would add an interesting wrinkle if you could do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, just, you know, it would be great um, just to, you know, for the coaches to be able to throw some kids in and just see how they react and, Mm -hmm. you know, keep them interested in what's going on. But, um, no, I have not heard anything about that. Next fan question. When the Aggies join Conference USA, is there any thought to moving the UTEP football game to rivalry weekend after Thanksgiving? Well, you know, that's an interesting school of thought because, no, I'd say this. Number one, I don't know how the conference scheduling goes. I mean, like in the, uh, in the WAC, um, you know, we had the ability to um, – well, let me go back because we're we're uh, we're talking football. You know, in the Sun Belt when we were in that league and that's all I can go on, that's kind of we it just happened when it happened. Right? I mean, they would just give you the schedule and didn't give you an opportunity to say, "Hey, this team, that team." You know, in basketball, I know the league has always tried to like get Grand Canyon and us to play each other on Saturdays. Right? Instead of, "Hey, this guy's got a Thursday versus a Saturday." Sometimes that's willy-nilly. Um, I think you could probably ask the league, hey, we would really like this game XYZ earlier in the middle, later, etc. You know, the historically, because we talked to UNM about this, would we play uh, them, you know, uh, you know, around Thanksgiving, rivalry, etc. The problem is this, um, the UNM and the UTEP games do so much better than almost any other games that we play, including home openers, including this, including that. And you can look at it historically. When we brought, you know, Oregon State played here, uh, Minnesota had played here, um, you know, even ranked WAC teams, UNM and UTEP historically have the best gates by far. So with history saying, Hey, look, in November, we haven't had the greatest records traditionally. Mm-hmm. Neither have UTEP, neither has UNM. I'm a little hesitant because if you're trying to sell, you know, two, three, and eight teams versus playing in September where, you know, hope is still springing eternal, I wouldn't want to mess with it. Now, we did play UTEP. Was it in 2019? We played them in November. Yeah, November 23rd. Yeah, that was a late game. I know we won that game. And had uh, UIW, back-to-back wins in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but if you look at the box score, uh, it still was not a bad crowd. It was a great crowd for our typical November crowds, but we didn't make near as what we mm-hmm. can 
uh, if we play that game in September or, you know, even early October. So, um, now look, things can change. UTEP just went to a bowl game. You know, we have high aspirations of having a much better than a two or three win record when that rolls around. So that could change the calculus, but, um, boy, I'd, I'd want to see some, I hate to mess around with a, with a revenue sure thing, you know, I'm just, uh, but it's not impossible, but I, I don't know how much say us and UTEP are going to have in that, but you know, never know. Next fan question, Mario, with Coach Kill announcing that spring ball will be open to the public, do you plan on doing stuff for the fans around the game, such as a fan fiesta? Yeah, I would love to make the spring game much more than it is. You know, since I think I've been here, only one spring game, maybe at the beginning we've even made an effort to do something. But yeah, just like any other spring game, um, you know, uh, whether it's on the radio, TV, I mean, you know, there's a, we have a lot of different, um, you know, broadcast options there, but certainly invite the fans out and the kids out and get a bunch of kid type things to do and have autograph sessions around it. And yeah, we want to make it a little more of a carnival type atmosphere just to start getting people to think about Aggie football more than just the five or six home games, which I think we've fallen into that trap. You know, we need to we need to do things to kind of get people out, meet the team, meet the coaching staff. I think, you know, we're going to have a much bigger deal um, with National Signing Day mm-hmm. on Wednesday, February the 2nd. Um, I think we're going to introduce all the coaches uh, at the game the next day on Thursday. Uh, we have a home game. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we're going to the, – the spring game – um, and other things we're going to get much more out in the public. Second to last fan question, perfect segue to this one. Do you expect a sellout for the fall opener when the Aggies play Nevada? Well, you know, it is a little premature to say that. I think any sellout would be, um, realistically, would be a manufactured one. Um, if people recall, uh, my first year here, uh, in 2015, um, we did the sellout game against Chicago State in basketball, and it was awesome. People were like, oh, my God, there were so many people there, and we won the game, and it was a nice deal. Uh, and then we got that group together, and we played uh, Georgia State, and we had like 27,000 people here, but we had like a army of business people around the community mm-hmm. selling discounted tickets, and it was a, it was a tremendous crowd. So I kind of think that I'm leaning toward doing that again um, because I think it would be great to start off the Jerry Kill era with a great crowd. And, man, if you could win that first game, just imagine the momentum you could kind of build. It was so it was kind of disheartening because we lost. We tried a field goal, as I recall, uh, and we missed to tie up the game against Georgia State. So that was kind of a bummer in front of all those people. But, um, yeah, I always think if you can have a great crowd and win a game, boy, there's no better marketing that you can do for the next game than, than that recipe. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. 
Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all state to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. All state fire and casualty insurance company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois. George, wake up. I can't sleep. I'm worried about getting a car loan. It's two in the morning. I mean, it's all so stressful. Paperwork, interest rates, approval. Stop worrying. We'll go to White Sands Federal Credit Union and get a stress-free auto loan. We can apply online right now and even sign the paperwork electronically. Just like that? Just like that. Apply for your stress-free auto loan online today at wsfcu.org or at your favorite auto dealership. Credit subject to approval, some restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender, member NCUA. Last fan question for this week, Mario. The university is transitioning to digital IDs. Will Aggie Athletics consider a digital version for the Aggie Country Pass? Uh, man, listen. Jack Nixon and Herb Taylor have flip phones. Now, I have an iPhone, okay, and it's an SE Atom, which is kind of like an upgraded model, even though mm-hmm. people make fun of me because it's smaller and it has a button on it, all right? But it's still, it's got like the brains of an 11. So I have technology, but as far as that, I would say this, this is what I would say the answer the vast majority of people who hold the Aggie Country Pass are seniors, and I still think that um, we would take into consideration that that segment of the population, I'm not doing any ageism here, still prefers like paper tickets and, mm-hmm. and physical things they can touch. So if we ever did anything from a digital standpoint, I don't know if we would introduce that for the Aggie Country Pass. Fair How's enough. that for an answer? That's a perfect answer. I want to see what the response is to that answer. They may say that was well, a that's crappy Steve, answer. That, that's Steve Stohai who sent in the question. Oh, You're a okay. good friend. Yeah. Well, I'll see him on Thursday, yeah. and maybe he will <laughs> tell me if that's that's uh, an answer or not, or he'll sick Wave on me because, you know, he's the owner of Wave mm-hmm. and a very well-respected yes. professor on campus. Not as well-respected as his wife, who's a professor of astronomy. Mm-hmm. And she's always on the field and the planets and getting me involved, but I – I had to tell her I had a beef with her about the whole Pluto situation. <laughs> Pluto should be a planet, Adam. There, is, it's like is, technically not, but that's our ninth yeah. planet. I learned it in school. And Clyde Tomba, he's the one who founded Pluto. Well, I mean, he didn't go there, but I mean he. Well, it took us 18 minutes, and now we're off the rails. Yeah, okay. Anyway. And I hate to do this live read, but I have to. My apologies ahead of time. Go ahead. I know you're still going strong on your diet. Do it. So, Head on over to your hometown to Whataburger and taste that tangy, sweet crispiness, or as they like to call it, the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. Three all-white meat chicken strips, two slices of Monterey Jack, and their honey barbecue sauce, all on Texas toast. The honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, it's an all-time favorite for a reason. You know, I know our listening audience will take this the right way, but Right now, I would strangle you to be able to eat that. Oh, it's day 10 on the diet, so I I, I should have shut off my earphone because that sounded really good. Well, we have Rudy's tonight. We'll see if you uh, <laughs> hold strong. Last Wednesday was not a good That showing. was the only, out of the 10 days, okay. that was my one meal that I went off the rails. But listen, I, you have to have the the willpower of, I don't know, who's had a lot of willpower in history? I don't know. I was going to say Job, but that wasn't really willpower. But anyway, you have to have a heck of a lot of willpower to be sat next to a plate of ribs <laughs> and not dive in. Like, that that's thats almost unfair. Yeah. However, well, I will be there tonight, and I will, uh, I will do my best to just, like, get white turkey meat. 
Yeah. All right, no cream corn for you. Anything else, Mario, before the show tonight? I, I think that's it. All right, thanks, Mario. All right. This has been Ask the AD, featuring NM State Athletics Director Mario Mocha, sponsored by White Sands Federal Credit Union. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Aggie Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.